This is the Perfectly Mentored Podcast with your host, Jason Portnoy. You're, you're very front-facing, right? So you put out a lot of content. You're very out there. What advice do you have for females who are afraid to put themselves out there, right? Because I, I don't know if, if they're not doing it out of fear or just there's so many men with their, you know, with their rah-rah straight, like straight to there where, where they feel like oh, I can't compete to that level. But what, what do you think it is and what's your advice for, for women to be more vocal? Yeah. I mean, there are lots of men out there already doing it, but then there are also lots of men with pitchforks on the internet. Like when I get trolled, it is 99% men, which is funny. Um, is it funny? I don't think funny is the word, but it's, it's interesting. Um, I, like I shot a video of me responding live to troll comments, which was so fun to shoot because I used to get so many terrible comments that I was like, how can I, take back my power and respond to this. Um, it was all men and it's, it's unfortunate. Um, but I mean, you have to be ready for the journey to go and put yourself out there. I wouldn't say I had the, the thickest skin or was like super ready for what was going to happen two and a half years ago when I got started posting on LinkedIn. Um, but man, it has, I'm a completely different person now because of the good and the bad that has happened through that. So, so, so now throw into the mix, you're a mom. So my question uh, isn't how do you handle or balance that? Because in all honesty, I, I wouldn't ask a dad that question. And I'm a dad. I, I would, I would never ask a dad that, <laughs> that same question. So even though I'm a dad of two and it's tough, but more, how has that changed you when it, when it comes to business? Mm-hmm. I am a lot softer than I used to be, I think, because of the kids, which is good. I have a lot of male energy. Um, I always have. I've always said exactly what I want. I will fight for what I want. I believe I'm going to get what I want all the time since like the day I was born. I've always been like that. And I think that that came off as more, I always thought I was being assertive, but it came off as more aggressive earlier in my career. And there's a whole different conversation about how women are perceived and why we're labeled that, that I'm not going to get into. Um, but it's just made me, especially two of my, my two girls are both adopted from foster care. And going through that process has allowed me to really see what it's like to stand in other people's shoes, understand how people get into these situations and the lives that they lived and the way that their parents were or their bio parents were raised. Um, it's just given me this level of compassion that I never had before. Now I get to like put that hat on whenever there's something going on with a team member who is not showing up or, you know, whatever it may be. And it's not like, you have to show up every day and perform. It's like, hey, is something going on? You know, can we help you with something? Because that's really what people need. So, it's been good. It's it's definitely made me a different person. No, I definitely became softer. Yeah, uh, yeah for sure. So I completely relate. Um, what about when it comes to, I mean, productivity, right? So I, you know, I th I think that's something I would love to hear. How you stay so productive. Um, and, and your tips to increase productivity, because it's something I think every entrepreneur battles with. 
I am have always been a productivity nerd. Even when I started this business, I tried doing some like alternate sleep cycles were popular at that time, um, where people were trying to like sleep at different times or see if you could reduce the amount of sleep you get by doing X, Y, Z. I, I tested a few of them and blogged about it and it was terrible, but I've always been into like not only hacking your time, but hacking your mind and body to figure out how you can show up the best every day. So. The thing that's led, actually, this Whoop tracker has led to a lot more productivity for me um, because, yep, see, I, I sometimes I take mine off for stuff like this, and then I'm like, but then it's not going to track my hour talking on the so I, I, I moved from the Whoop to the to the Aura Ring because mm, mm -hmm. okay. I, I just wanted to see sleep. But now, like, yeah, I can't sleep with my wedding ring, and I can't sleep with the Aura Ring anymore, so now it's, like, all a mess. So, yeah, um, it took me a while to get used to sleeping with this thing on. Yeah. But man, the things it tells you about your performance, about how much sleep you're getting. Like previously, I was putting myself in bed for about seven hours a night. And that meant I was getting about six to six and a half hours of sleep. Like it's maybe common sense, but I didn't understand that I was up that much. Now that I'm getting more sleep, I'm showing up better. I'm performing better. Um, I also have, during COVID especially, completely redone the way that I manage my day. Um, have you heard of Andy Frisella's power list? I, I, I've come across it. Okay. I, I, I know his power 75 or, or seven, whatever that one is that for that yeah. workout. That That's insane. I, I did that last year. You did year. it? Oh, man. I, I would... I watch people who post on like day two, I would be posting it, and then day three, you would never hear from me again. <laughs> yeah, I actually, I didn't post a ton while I was doing it because I, for one, I didn't want to like annoy people with like everyday workout posts or whatever. Um, but I was, I was worried that I wasn't going to be able to follow all the way through with it, but I stuck out the full 75 days. Amazing. Which I feel like it was only possible because I was sitting in a pandemic, sitting at home, I had more time. Um, and frankly, like we were having wine every night at the beginning of the pandemic. And I was like, this needs to stop and I need to change these habits. So 75 Heart is awesome. But the, the same guy that developed that has something that he calls a powerless. It's a very simple um, concept where you put only five things on your to-do list every day. And that, so for me, that includes my morning journaling and planning. It includes my workout and it includes only three things that I'm doing that day for work. Cause we all sit in meetings half the day. We have to clear out our emails, do other things like that. We don't have time to do a ton of things. And it allows, it forces you to prioritize. What is the most important thing I really need to do today? I'm not sitting on tasks that are going to take a long time. Um, and you actually get to complete your list at the end of every day. I think one of the worst things people do is they put their giant to-do list and at the end of every day, you got to push it all to the next day. And even if you got a lot done, you still feel like shit about it because you have 13 things left on your list. So that's been really helpful just for me mentally. Love it. Uh, I'd be doing this audience a disservice if we didn't talk LinkedIn for a bit, because you are like the queen of LinkedIn. Um, you may have one of the best LinkedIn games I've ever seen. Uh, credit to Marcus for really showing me how good you actually are. So let's get a bit tactical if you don't mind. What are the golden rules for growing your presence on LinkedIn? I think that 
a lot of people think that they can show up and start posting and get an audience. And that's just straight up not true at all. Um, posting and having good content is only a small portion of the formula that creates a really engaged audience. And going out and making actual friends with people, commenting on their content, leaving long, thoughtful um, comments on other people's content is huge. The only friends I've actually made during this pandemic have been on LinkedIn, which is weird because you never walked onto LinkedIn and say like, I'm going to make some new business friends today, but I have, and it's been really cool because I went in with a genuine interest in meeting new people, especially since I couldn't be out networking while I'm sitting at my home for, for the last year. Um, so that's a big piece of it. And then I curate my network pretty intentionally on the back end. So my content is, I mean, I, I don't want to call it general because that kind of seems negative, but it is more about the things we're talking about, the, the mindset and how you have to treat your body and everything that goes into growing a company day to day versus about what my company does. That's very intentional because I want to relate to other founders on the level of like, hey, we're both doing this at the same time. What are you learning? Here's what I'm learning. Here's where I've tried. Here's where I've failed. Um, but on the back end, I'm going and connecting with all of those target buyers that we have for Excelity. So we work in a handful of different industries and sell the B2B software companies. So the top 50 companies we want to work with in InsureTech, we've identified those companies. We've identified who we think the buyer are and we're going out and connecting with them, not to sell them anything, just to get them in our network so that they can start seeing our content and we can start getting to know each other. So that has been huge. Hey everyone, thank you for listening. Hope you enjoyed that episode. Thank you for your attention. And if you made it this far, you're clearly somebody who wants to take their business to the next level. You want to get better. And I understand that being an entrepreneur sometimes can feel like a little bit of a lonely journey, which is why being part of a thriving community of like-minded people is just so important. It was super helpful in my own development as well. And as is the ability to instantly get answers to the questions you may have in order to grow and scale your business. It's for that reason why I launched a consulting coaching program called the Market Domination Method. And guess what? If you're listening to this and you hear this, we're open for applications right now for new members to join. So to request an invitation or to book a free diagnostic call, call it a game plan call. I'll literally sit with you and demonstrate the value that we could bring to your business on that call. Let's jump on a call. Uh, we'll discuss ways you could possibly grow your business. Head on over to jportnoy.com, J-P-O-R-T-N-O-Y.com. You'll find all the different ways you could work together. It's going to be the best business decision you'll make. So hope to speak soon. Head on over to jportnoy.com, book that free game plan call, and I look forward to talking to you soon.